Hello, and welcome to Objective Health. I'm your host, Doug. With me today in our virtual studio is Erica, Elliot, and Tiff. Hello. And in the background, as always, on the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, it's Damien. Hello. So today we are going to be talking about hydroxychloroquine. It is the hotbed of controversy at the moment. People, some doctors and people are saying that it works. Other people, particularly the mainstream press, are telling everybody that it's they're going to die if they do it. It's absolutely horrible. Um, so we're going to try and straighten all this stuff out. And the reason that we're doing this now, um, it has been in the press for quite a while, but recently there was the whole press conference that the America's Frontline Doctors put on that was basically taken down as soon as it was put up, although not before getting 17 million views. Um, but it's been banned across social media. Breitbart, who are the ones who uh, hosted the stream of the press conference, were also summarily uh, kicked off of Twitter. People who were sharing the video, uh, some of them had their accounts shut down, like Donald Trump Jr. for one. Um, yeah. The tweets were erased. Um, Donald so, yeah. Trump's tweet was erased, wasn't it? Yeah, Trump's was erased. President himself. I think even Madonna shared it and hers got deleted. So mm. when Madonna's getting censored on Twitter, you know something's up. <laughs> they would normally like love her. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. And when, one thing that uh, I've noticed, actually, there was um, an article that was up on RT, actually. Maybe, maybe you can pull it up. I think it was the second one I sent you. Um basically uh, slamming one of the doctors who was in... Sorry, it was the third one, Damien. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Um, it was slamming this one doctor um, who was kind of... Like, the whole press conference was, like, six hours long. And there was tons of doctors who spoke, tons of other people who spoke. So, like... But they've centered in on this one doctor because she's crazy. Um, yeah. And they kind of dug up all kinds of dirt on her. Um, well, I mean, it's not even really dirt, really. It's just like they looked into who she is. And she says all kinds of crazy things. Like uh, she talks about like demon possession and that diseases are actually from demons and demons are stealing, demons stealing sperm, sperm and impregnating. Yeah. She's a Christian preacher, right? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not even wrong. just Christian. It's kind of like over the top kind of voodoo mixed in type stuff. Um, but I just found it very interesting that out of six hours worth of footage, they would hone in on this one doctor. And I mean, I think she was kind of the most outspoken and the most um, animated, perhaps. Passionate. Passionate. Yeah. That's probably a good <laughs> word for it. So maybe she's an easy target in that way, which is, should make us rather suspicious, actually. But um, it's just I find it very interesting that they've really honed in on her and talking about how crazy she is, basically ignoring all the other um, testimony from all these other um, different people. So I think this is just kind of well, indicative was... of what, what's going on with the whole hydroxychloroquine thing is that they have, there seems to be an agenda here to smear it as much as possible. You know, there's doctors on the front lines, literally America's frontline doctors, um, and many other doctors uh, in other countries as well who are saying that, no, we are getting good results with this. Uh, yet uh, the American press is just smearing it left, right, and center. And, you know, at first I was kind of like, well, it's because Trump Trump uh, basically uh, 
promoted it, said that it's good, and they anything that Trump says, they just have to go at hardcore. But I think there's a little bit more going on here. Yeah, I can't quite figure it out either because it just seems so over the top. Mm-hmm. Like, why would they demonize this particular medication? Because they're all for medications in yeah. general mm-hmm. for everything else. Why not hydroxychloroquine for this? Whether you think that it works or not, I'm just yeah. suspicious of regarding the whole demonization of it. Well, one of the like things one is of the cheap. other doctors that was there at this press conference, Dr. Simone Gold, she actually got fired. Yeah. She was an ER doctor. She got fired from her job after that. Yeah. I mean, one reason they might be slamming it is because it's not really a, a, a blockbuster drug for the um, pharma companies. It's been no, around it's for patented. ages. It's not patented. It's dirt cheap. And it's like we don't want people doing, you know, it's almost like having like a home remedy or something like that. It's like they're not going to, they aren't going to promote this kind of thing when they've got like multi-billion dollar vaccines in the pipeline. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's the it's, only thing that I could think of. They don't want any mention outside of vaccines for anything that could treat or cure the COVID. Well, it's 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 ironic because what was it? Fifteen years ago, Dr. Fauci, who is an outspoken opponent of the use of hydroxychloroquine, and is essentially going on a um, a war against it. Let's say. Uh, him and his team at the National Institute of Health uh, published a paper in 2005 titled Chloroquine is a Potent Inhibitor of SARS Coronavirus Infection and Spread. So he himself and his team of specialists acknowledged and actually promoted the idea that chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine were effective against these types of viruses. So the question is, what's changed? Well, we've done several shows about this in the past couple of months. Um, The ties between Dr. Fauci, Big Pharma, um, the potential agenda to vaccinate as many people as possible. And we know that he's got numerous financial ties with with these kind of agendas and that he's probably going to make a very large sum of money and accrue wealth and power because of this. Um, so it's kind of, uh, it's, it's, it's funny how he's taken a complete turn in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. Um, as soon as he can smell the money, perhaps. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, now hydroxychloroquine is no longer effective. I mean, it's funny how that can change such a short period of time, right? When you've you've written scientific papers about it i mean science is settled right according to those guys it's funny how they can just turn turn and turn in the opposite direction and um, go against everything that they've previously said and cited it's funny how no one picks them up on that this whole covid theater is seems to be like about people turning in opposite directions because fauci at first said masks aren't necessary (laughs) and then he turns around and says wear a mask so I don't think we can look for logic in any of this. Yeah. Well, there was another interesting article that adds something else to the pot. It's on uh, real climate science. Um, it was called The Push to Discredit HCQ. And it's kind of an interesting article. You're going through and stuff like that. And then at the very end of the article, mm. um, maybe you could pull that up. 
Damien, it's at the very bottom. Um, it says it's taken from the CDC. Um, is it the website or a document of theirs? Something like that. And it says emergency use authorization of medical products and related authorities. Guidance for industry and other stakeholders. And, you know, it's a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo, section 564, blah, 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 blah. But it says that the commission may issue a EUA, and that's an emergency use authorization, to allow an MCM, uh, which is a, I don't know what MCM stands for. I think it's like the <laughs> idea that it, um, it's like an emer like emergency authorization of um, a drug or a treatment or some sort of thing. So to be used in an emergency to diagnose, treat, or prevent serious or life-threatening diseases or conditions caused by a CBRN, all oh, these acronyms, um, <laughs> agent when there are no adequate approved and available alternatives. So that's what's been highlighted at the bottom there. So basically what I draw from this is that, so they could, you know, with the whole vaccine thing, they could probably, you know, slide it in mandatory author, um, uh, vaccination pretty easily using this emergency use authorization act. Um, ah. But the problem is that it's only viable when there are no adequate approved and available alternatives. So if yeah. HCQ is effective and it is a viable alternative, then they're not going to be able to slide their vaccine thing in. So that might yeah. be why they're trying so hard to slam HCQ, because it actually does work and it is actually an alternative to the vaccine. And nobody's going to need this multi-billion dollar vaccine if they've got a treatment that actually works. Yeah, they they can't yeah. do it in a way that's consistent with FDA guidelines. So it's, right. I mean, it's essentially going to be against the law. Looking at this um, this 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 paper, this policy, whatever it is published by the FDA, it, the emergency oh, use of authorization of medical products is available for download on the FDA.gov website. Um, MCM stands for Medical Countermeasures, uh, okay. um, which is a basically an emergency medical product so this can include drugs vaccines um devices any anything like that so that's what they mean when they say mcm they can specifically refer to a vaccine so that would make a whole lot of sense why they are not only are they seeking to kind of get people to jump on board with this vaccine idea um, but they, it's potentially going to screw up their plans if they get enough people accepting that hydroxychloroquine is a viable alternative. It means that they cannot, by law anyway, um, they can't implement a mandatory vaccine as a medical emergency. So, exactly. yeah, you can see yeah. why there, there's a, a witch hunt against this drug. And that also explains why this all seems so contrived and theatrical and just beyond the scope of what is necessary. Like all this, it's become political, like the right is for it, the left is against yeah. it, Trump is for it, and people who hate Trump are against it. Um, I don't know. The, I would, let me just preface my comments by saying that I'm not pro-medication or pro-pharma drugs in any way. Mm. <laughs> Whether it works or not, I probably would not take it more than likely would not take it. I don't believe in better living through chemistry. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> but I could not believe my eyes 
Well, first we had the unboxing, Trump's unboxing of the Abbott's uh, rapid COVID test on the White House lawn. If that wasn't enough to say that Trump was a total pharmaceutical rep and not necessarily just the president, he went on live TV during a press conference and was talking about, and he's said this several times, that uh, he's taking hydroxychloroquine as a prophylactic or preventative against COVID. And when he said that on live TV, I just could not believe my ears. I've never, ever heard of any president, acting president of the United States, just completely do a commercial <laughs> for a pharmaceutical drug. And that in itself made me suspicious, whether it works or not. I really am not invested in whether it works or not. I'm just interested in the whole left-right dynamic. But the fact that he did that just made my spidey senses go crazy. Like, why would he do that? And then I read <clears throat> that Trump has a small personal financial interest. This is from the New York Times. Small personal financial interest in Sanofi, the French drug maker. And they make Plaquenil, which is the name brand for hydroxychloroquine. Now, exactly how small, I don't know, maybe we may find this out for sure, but some sites have said that his small uh, investment is as little as $15,000 or well, as much as $15,000 or as little as $435. So some could argue that maybe Trump has some financial interest in hydroxychloroquine taking off. But at any rate, Several uh, state boards of health have uh, said that people can't use it. Pharmacies cannot give it out. Doctors can't prescribe it. So if he does have a legitimate financial interest in uh, hydroxychloroquine, we might not ever know. But I thought I would bring that up. I thought that that was just one of those lefty smears. Yeah, but it's in different spots. It could be a lefty smear, but it just seems strange that he would promote it so heavily. Yeah. Well, well there's yeah. been other other doctors, uh, not doctors, but it seems like everybody's a doctor now. Everybody's giving health <laughs> advice. But the president of El Salvador, Naib Bukele, he said that he took it at some point as well. So it's not just Trump saying that he took hydroxychloroquine. Right. Yeah, it's being promoted as a preventative measure, right? So that doctor, the um, the doctor who believes that endometriosis is caused by demons, um, <laughs> the one working for the front lines, um, what is it, American frontline doctors or something? Uh, she was going on about the how not only is it the cure, but it can also be used as a preventative measure. I think that's a little bit overkill, right? Because when you look at the uh, the mortality rate of this virus, I don't think it, there's, I don't think we need to rely on pharmaceuticals to prevent this virus, right? I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of other things that you can be doing without the potential side effects, which there are some of the uh, hydroxychloroquine drugs. Um, 
that said, the 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 backlash against this drug is is pretty it's pretty fascinating to see. There was um, a report came out on 29th of July, and it was titled "Ohio Pharmacy Board Banning Hydroxychloroquine as COVID-19 Treatment." So it turns out that the uh, the board of pharmacists or the the state of Ohio board of pharmacy, which is like I guess it's like the regulatory body for all of the pharmacists in the state, um, they issued new regulations uh, being affected from thirtieth of July. Essentially, what they've said in this regulation is that pharmacists who dispense this drug can either face a, a temporary suspension or completely lose their license, right? So they could they could actually lose their job if they dispense this drug. Um, and so no longer are they allowed, allowed to um, dispense it for doctors who prescribe it for patients who have COVID or who they have suspected COVID. Um, the only way that they can uh, dispense it is for clinical trials. So that's actually for for essentially scientists or scientist medical doctors, um, and so it's it kind of bizarre, really, because when you consider that there are like numerous tens, if not even one hundred, scientific studies which highlight that this drug can work, it can be effective. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of doctors talking about this worldwide that this drug, they have used it to treat patients with COVID-19 or coronaviruses time and time again with good effectiveness. And now, for some reason, it's illegal or it goes against regulations of their regulatory board for pharmacists to dispense the drug. It's like, well, that's just a little bit bizarre. I mean, if that's not... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Elliot, but the, um, there was there is an update to that story. Apparently, the Republican governor actually stepped in and told them that they couldn't ban it. Um, that's oh, that's right. all okay. I really know about that. But, I mean, that's not to discount anything that you said, because apparently Oregon did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Well, okay. Well, that's fantastic that the governor stepped in. But then again, why the hell are they trying to do that? Yeah. I mean, if that's not political, that's got nothing to do with pharmacy. That's yeah. a purely political act. Absolutely. I mean, seriously, these guys need to stay within within their guidelines, right? It, you use drugs which work. And, you know, we're the biggest critics of pharmaceuticals in terms of their side effects. But when you have something which has been shown to be effective time and time again, this is this seems to have nothing to do with whether it's effective or not. Mm-hmm. It seems as though it's almost as like they're having uh, guidance or, or or they're being driven from upon high somewhere. There's mm-hmm. there's some kind of agency which is telling them what to do, um, and so I find it astounding that they would that they would go ahead, especially when it's it's not even like a black box drug. You know, you have certain drugs which are. Um, which show to be extremely dangerous for certain people. And so they they eventually come off the market. The first thing that comes to mind is thalidomide, for instance. Mm-hmm. It was shown to produce birth defects and whatnot. Um, hydroxychloroquine is not one of those. As I said before, it's not without side effects. But um, But this doesn't appear to be... 
I mean, they're not taking statins off, off the, yeah. <laughs> the market, are they? They're not taking any of the other <laughs> hundreds, if not thousands, of drugs which cause genuine damage. Um, it seems like one of the one of the only drugs which could potentially be useful in this kind of scenario. Um, yeah, it just stinks very much, and I'm surprised that they could get away with that. Well, I'm not surprised, seeing all that we've seen over the past couple of months. Yeah, I can't say I am surprised, but uh, yeah, it, odd. Yeah, we're used to seeing them ban the use of alternative mm-hmm. medicines or herbs or homeopathy or things like that, not just run-of-the-mill pharmaceutical products. Yeah. Yeah, it seems I almost like it's a- wonder if it's like a theme, you know, where doctors, if they used to prescribe diet or sunlight or vitamin C, could lose their jobs over it, right? Or they could be turned in or, and now we're seeing that with alternatives to the vaccine, right? So like you said in the beginning of the show, Doug, it seems like they want to eliminate any sort of competition very early on and plant those seeds in the mass public that get their news disseminated to them from these little sound bites and paint anybody that strays from that vaccine thought as crazy or not worth their salt or, you know, instead of having the dialogue, keeping the dialogue open. We watched it happen with vitamin C in the very beginning. I think we even did a show on it. Yeah, it seems like they they really must be scared of this, right? They they they're coming down so hard on it, and it, it's it's uh, it's very much a threat to to their agenda. And I think it gives you a, quite a good idea about what their agenda actually is, because they you know because one might be uh, forgiven at the start of this for thinking that their main aim was to come up with a useful treatment, and that they were yeah, being right. cautious of you know, alternative treatments because they wanted to protect people and they wanted to come up with a good treatment. But now that we have several good treatments, they still ain't interested. Well, it it kind of just exposes them for what they really are and what their intentions are, what their aims are, what they want to achieve. They have no intention of protecting people or promoting their health. No, they want to get their vaccine and they will not let anything get in their way. These people are crazy, you know, (laughs) they are far gone (laughs) and nothing is getting in the way of their aims. They will do anything. And this is kind of where it's starting to get quite dangerous because if you start, if you speak out against this, then they will show you, they'll they'll destroy your life, right? We see this with the doctors. They're getting, um, the doctors are losing their jobs. You know, ER doctors, for -hmm. God's sake, just for a tweet, they, they might get, Banished from their professional body. It's like it's it's uh, it's a dangerous kind of environment, a social environment that we have entered into over the past four months. And oh. it seems like as the months have gone by, the hysteria against hydroxychloroquine has become even stronger. Like at first, uh, you mentioned Ohio; um, they stockpiled hydroxychloroquine. They purchased about two million tablets of it just in case some more studies came out that it worked. And then all of a sudden, you know, nobody is allowed to use it, but you said it was reversed. But, you know, I think before all the talking points were issued and before every single state gotten to lockstep with the whole COVID agenda, I think more people 
held hydroxychloroquine out as a potential cure than they do now. And I think, like you said, Elliot, it just speaks to the whole crazed vaccination push that they want to push on everybody come hell or high water. They want that vaccine no matter what. And that makes me even more afraid of the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, Elliot, you mentioned earlier that this was political. That this, this isn't medical, right? Like this is this is definitely political. There was a tweet yeah. actually put out by Dr. Simone Gold. Um, and she's the one who, Erica, you mentioned she got fired. I think it was you, Erica, mentioned that she got fired um, after that whole uh, America front, America's Frontline Doctors uh, press conference. And um, she actually says in it, she says, uh, why are social media company employees with no medical degree or clinical experience censoring the perspectives of practicing physicians? Why are journalists, why are journalists claiming hydroxychloroquine is ineffective when there are numerous studies showing its efficacy against COVID-19? Why are state governors restricting physicians from prescribing an FDA-approved medication for 65 years and empowering pharmacies to overrule your doctor? These actions are unprecedented and have never happened before in medicine. And I think that that's like a really good point. They haven't happened before in medicine. Have you ever heard a drug that's this controversial? No. Like, I mean, you know, no. we're seeing all kinds of things. People getting canceled in this uh, cancel culture environment. Um, have you ever seen a drug get canceled like this? I don't know. It's, it's really, it's crazy. Especially yeah, after being good. in use for so many years. I mean, it'd be one thing if it came out five, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people have been using this for lupus and rheumatoid arthritis for years. And no one said a thing. No one cares. Now all of a sudden the COVID comes out. And, oh, my God, you can't use this medicine we've been using. Like Doctors, they prescribe things for off-label uses all the time. And no one says anything. Yeah. Then all of a sudden... Now you can't say anything. You know, you might as well, I guess, I don't know. Like we're used to seeing this, like I said, with alternative treatments and herbs and all that kind of thing. And now we're seeing it with the mainstream drug. So this not just sets a dangerous precedent for uh, treating COVID, but I think it sets a dangerous precedent for the government taking even more uh, rights away from patients and their doctors. It's supposed to be a relationship where your doctor will use his clinical judgment to decide what treatment that he thinks or she thinks is right for you. And no one can interfere with that most of the time, unless it relates to uh, alternative treatments. But you might as well just get an algorithm, get a robot and program the robot with whatever government dictates happen mm-hmm. to be popular at the moment and say, this is how you treat a B or C condition. Just get a bot and do it. It's getting there. Like, like idiocracy, the movie with yeah. the little, <laughs> with the little colorful tab in case you don't read. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like you, Tiff, I'm not a huge fan of pharmaceuticals anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't really have any skin in this game at all. Um, but I mean, remember when everybody was like talking about vitamin C, mm-hmm. how like, you know, people were doing vitamin C infusions and there was all that news coming out of China and stuff like that about vitamin C infusions and how, 
helpful they were and how successful they were, that's just disappeared. I don't hear anybody yeah, talking mm-hmm. about that anymore. Suddenly it's all hydroxychloroquine. Everything is all about that. That could be part of the whole thing, too. Just get people to shut up about other natural remedies and just make it all hydroxychloroquine or, or the bus. vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> the vaccine. Those are the only two options. It's it's funny that Fauci has previously said, or he initially said that uh, we shouldn't have to wear masks. It's not advised that we wear masks. Same as the WHO. Uh, they originally said that, and then they changed their tune, and so did Fauci. Um, the the board of directors or the the director of policy and communications for this state of Ohio board of pharmacy, the one that we were just talking about, um, it was just a really just a, a baffling quote. He said the long and short when when asked why they initially tried to um, or, or why they put in this policy to um, to prevent doctors from prescribing or pharmacists from dispensing hydroxychloroquine. He said, <laughs> he said, <laughs> the long and short of it is, we want people to focus on what works, such as social distancing and mask use. <laughs> we ultimately want to make sure people are being safe and not exposing themselves to drugs that have, sh- that have shown not to be effective in treating COVID-19. So apparently wearing masks, apparently social distancing, um, is, is said to work really well, right? But there's, there's, there's no science on that at all. There's nothing. In fact, the science shows exactly the opposite. Science shows that masks do not, categorically do not prevent the spread of COVID-19. So every single thing that that guy said just then is the complete opposite of truth. Mm-hmm. Hydroxychloroquine has been shown to be there's no science to show that they have any effect whatsoever. So these guys, it's like they just where do they even get this this information from? Right? They are mouthpieces. They want to shut down any opposing, any dissenting voice, which is fully has been so thoroughly corrupted or so distorted via public health um, organizations that it's so far gone at this point that any practicing physician, any practicing um, medical professional who is trying to do a good job, who is trying to go based on, on what the science demonstrates, it's, 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 it's impossible in this climate. It's impossible in this cancel culture. Um, and it infuriates me to read something like that because these people are making decisions on a state level for millions of people. And then on a on a on a on a on a country level, on a worldwide level, look at the World Health Organization. It's the world, so it applies, you know, to multiple different countries. Um, and so we're all being dragged into this hellhole, unfortunately. <laughs> and um, and it's it's a bit of a mess. I guess that's what I've got to say on it. It's yeah. Just, well, anytime you can have a world health organization whose director is not even a medical doctor you know we're living in upside down world yeah 
And if anything, it's it's really interesting to watch what videos and what people get banned and to actually go and try and find that information, because if they're getting taken down, then they're obviously sharing something that goes against the agenda. Yeah. Well, I think we're at about our time right now. Anybody have any final thoughts? on hydroxychloroquine? Well, I think that people should be free to take whatever they want to take, mm -hmm. whether or not their doctor prescribes it. <laughs> like if they want to take vitamin C, you don't need a prescription for that. If you want to just take your chances and don't do anything, who cares? If you want to take hydroxychloroquine, who cares? I don't think the government should have their hands so deeply into what people do with their own bodies but I guess in the climate that we're in now it seems kind of stupid to say that because they're all up in it mm -hmm. and they're not giving away their power but yeah personal sovereignty bodily integrity is very important and Adults have the right to do whatever the hell it is they want to do. So if they want to take hydroxychloroquine, they should be able to take it. My body, my choice. Yeah. <laughs> but that only applies when it comes to abortion. Apparently it does. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess that is our show for this week. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, be sure to like the video if you liked it and subscribe to our channel if you liked it a lot. Um, and we will be back next week with another fantastic show. So bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.